had a little bit of a hiatus we've had you know as I always say to Eunice when we're you know doing our everyday life be life and sometimes y'all life be life and so we've had pregnancies engagements deaths funerals all kinds of things happening so unfortunately because life be life and we had to take about a month and some change pause but don't worry we're back we got more content that we're putting out and uh, after the new year, we'll be restarting our Fruit Punch Fridays because I know it's been a couple of Fruit Punch Fridays that we haven't participated in. But don't worry, we're hitting the ground running in 2023. And when it comes to our podcast episodes, we're hitting the ground running now. So stay tuned as we sat down and found out how do you go from going to lunch with your bestie at work to leaving the company together and starting your own tech company. At PGD, you're not just a listener, you're family. Is there a career you'd like us to explore or a success story you'd love to share and have us highlight on one of our episodes? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at pgdfam at gmail.com. Hey, cousins, we're back with another episode in our season six. So normally I comb through the streets of social media, through TikTok, and I find our guests. But this time, it's different. This time... Eunice came through like a champ. She flourished like the social butterfly that she is, and she's going to get credit for this one. So she found our lovely guests, and we are here with them now. And actually, we found our guests when we did the episode of Factory 10's grand opening with Tanya, Tanya uh, Dunbar. So while I'm running around doing who knows what, Eunice was on the hunt, finding people for our next episode. So. If you if you let Rachel tell it, you would have think that I was like an investigative PI or something like that. Um, so no, I was just being my normal self and at the ice truck. So there was like some slushies and a lot of like kind of food trucks out there. I think it was like an ice machine. I, I don't remember what it was. But being there, I looked over and then just kind of just was just having conversation. And at that moment, I met um, Alicia. And just after talking to you, I was just completely inspired um, by how you got to where you got to today that I definitely wanted to uh, get us on our podcast so that you can share more about what it is that you do and your company does and the partnerships that you have. So it was it was a surprise to me as well, um, but it was definitely important that I got to um, I, I got to know you and have an opportunity to chat with you. So. I'm just glad that you guys are here, yourself and Candace, and giving us the opportunity to kind of just ask you a couple questions and share with the world um, some of the things that you guys are involved in and the impact that you're having in our communities. It's just amazing for um, us to have the opportunity to be there and be here with you today. Um, and again, I did meet you at the uh, ice cream truck. It was a yeah. wonderful truck. We had some great <laughs> apple and it had fruit in it. And we had a great conversation. And I just want to thank you for allowing me 
to have the platform to speak because it's about encouraging, it's about uplifting, it's about helping those who who may be afraid of entrepreneurship. Right. You know, can reach somebody today and help them and encourage them. That's really what it's all about. Absolutely. Yes. And thank you so much. And I want you guys to stay tuned because after our commercial break, when you come back, you're going to hear from Candace Shiver and Alicia Jackson. We're going to find out about their journey, how they went from a traditional nine to five to transitioning to the tech world and creating their own nine to five. Hey cousins, have you joined the movement yet? What movement might you ask? My Balbo. That's right, My Balbo, B-A-L-B-O. It's a free political social app for the next generation of voters that fosters community engagement, encourages empowering discussions, and provides real-time political accountability. So if you're like me and you get absolutely overwhelmed when it's time for primaries or any type of election in your particular area and just trying to find out research and get information on the candidates that are running, my Balbo's the one-stop shop for that. It pulls all of that information together so you can go to one place, one location, and get the information that you need to be an informed voter. So if you haven't already gone to mybalbo.com so that you can subscribe and download the app today, what are you waiting for? Go do it. Mybalbo.com. Now it's only available in the U.S. right now, but don't worry. Hopefully it'll be available in other countries very soon. So again, go to mybalbo.com. Welcome to our virtual couch. (laughs) (laughs) Virtual couch, love it. (laughs) And I want to kick things off. We always start off with like our inaugural question. And our inaugural question is, take us back for both of you to your senior year in high school. Some people get the option to prepare for college. Other people, they're not thinking about college. They're trying to go straight into work. So where were you at that point? Did you have a plan? Did you know what you wanted to do or you were still kind of figuring it out? Um, so I'll start. Um, I was in West Virginia. Um, I went to a majority um, Caucasian school. I was probably only uh, one of five African-American students in that school. Um, um, I was top of my class, uh, a lot of it. There was like um, probably six out of the hundred and some students that were in my class. Um, but the thing that I did, I was talking to guidance counselors, but really did not really truly get to meet with them. I think I only met with my guidance counselor one time. Um, my mother was a nurse, so I had always had dreams of pursuing something in the nursing field. I thought I wanted to go be a doctor and all these things. And so um, college was definitely on the list. And being from West Virginia, where, you know, basically it was coal mine. Yeah. That's what everybody did, right? And and that's what they were taught to do and get a factory job or go to coal mining. School wasn't really like a priority, but in my family, it was. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that was not even an option. Yeah. Like it was like, go to school, you know, get a good job, do all those things. So um, I decided to take the college route and I was pursuing a career to become a doctor. So um, I started off majoring in uh, biology and my minor was in um, psychology. Yeah. So that's the route I took. I went to Marshall University 
uh, thundering herd, let's go, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, really, that was my journey. That was my path. That was exactly what I thought that I was going to be doing for the rest of my life. And without knowing anything, without really having the guidance, just going there based on what my mom had done, seeing yeah. her in the medical field, you know, knowing that she was a director of nursing of a hospital. Um, but when I got there, I remembered all those times of, you know, being a nurse and being a doctor is great. But what you fail to remember is that they never close. Hospitals never close. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I was that kid on Christmas who was waiting for her mom to get home, who she never made it home. You know, we didn't have Christmas yeah. until two days later. And I had to think, is this really what you want to do? And, you know, I really wanted to help people. So I changed into, I switched my major. So now I had a major in psychology (laughs) and a minor in biology. And I wanted to be a psychologist. Yeah. And so one of the reasons why we tend to like to ask that question is because where people are today is not necessarily where they started from. And so two things that I hear from that, one is definitely we're inspired by those around us. So you didn't know what you were going to do per se, but what you did know is that in my family and even having others that you can look to, you're like, hey, this is the path. This is the direction that I want to go towards. So that's extremely important that we do inspire others, whether we know we're doing it or not. And so in this case, it was your mom, you know, and she was that kind of like a focal point for you right and so what's kind of great to kind of share that back with just you know the younger generation and other folks that it's important that what you surround yourself with what you see kind of feeds into what your path goes into later Mm -hmm. and then the second takeaway that I have is again where you're at today is is not where you started and so it's always interesting to kind of hear people's stories because sometimes we just want to give up. We're not happy with where we're at and we think that's the end of it. And it's not, there's more. And, um, and so we're always excited when we ask that question to kind of find out how, how did you start off and then where are you today? So, yeah. yeah. Now, Candice, where were you at that point in time in the beginning of your career? Thank you for inviting me to speak. I certainly wanted to just support Alicia. Uh, and, <laughs> Thank uh, you. But uh, I, I will uh, say just briefly, um, I, I had the I had a mentor uh, when I was a young girl uh, who was a criminal law criminal lawyer on the defense side, but very important to my perspective as a young and impressionable young uh, girl was mm-hmm. that he was very active in the community. When he was around, people were happy. Mm-hmm. When he was around, things seemed to to to, to change. And so I, I thought to myself, I grew up as a daughter of a Baptist minister who's now celebrating over 50 years of pastoring at the same church. So literally, I, I was born into service and yeah. always enjoyed serving the community. And so when I saw that this uh, attorney um, was also active in the community, I then began to pursue uh, a field, uh, the field of law uh, at a very young age. I soon uh, realized, however, that criminal law was not necessarily for me. Uh, And so when you say you don't know what direction your path will take you, um, it just so happened that I I, I ended up in in more in the business uh, sector and had the opportunity after being a trial lawyer for some time uh, to serve at the U.S. Department of Commerce, which opened my eyes to um, not win-lose situations, but win-win solutions and situations. And I, that, that, that really 
uh, applies more to my personality and who I am and the type of outcome yeah. and impact I like to have. So I'm excited now to be in business uh, with, with Alicia where we can together yeah. um, identify uh, strategic partnerships where there are win-win solutions and everybody is able to have a meaningful positive impact mm -hmm. in the communities as well. Oh, thank mm -hmm. you for sharing. I mm -hmm. love that. See, Eunice, I have two more people yeah. a part of my tribe. We did not know, okay? We did not know. I always tell Eunice she came out of the womb crunching numbers and dealing with finance. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit of the exception with what I wanted to do is where I ended up at. But it's always great to hear people's journeys because just because that's where you're at today doesn't mean that's where it stops. And, and thank you for sharing that with us, Candice. And so... <clears throat> Alicia, now you actually were doing something else before you started with your current company, which we'll lead into that in a moment. So it's not like you finished college and then here you go and then you open up your company. Um, so how did that happen with you kind of getting into the workforce, um, being pretty successful in, in that area and then deciding, you know what, I want to pivot. So can you share that with us? Yeah. So along my journey, um, I decided again that uh, psychology wasn't for me um, because I wanted to save everyone and I knew I was working with the children some and I knew that the system sometimes didn't support that right and so I didn't want to end up in jail uh, for trying to save the kids <laughs> so um, I decided that a, a career for me would be in HR and it had like all of those things where you could use your psych your psychology yeah. background it really had the employee engagement aspect because to me, I was about the people. I was about yeah. trying to make a difference. Um, and I did a psychology for us, I mean, um, HR for a startup company in Boston for many, many years. Um, they went IPO um, and it was a great experience to go oh from. <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work to get us there. But, and I also was in charge of benefits enrollment systems and integrations and and being a part of the technology made me desire uh to help others go through that because i understood at that moment that programmers don't speak hr language and yeah. hr certainly does not speak programming and i knew there was a gap with me going through that and having to deal with and trying to tell them what i want and then when they program it it's absolutely totally not what i asked for right. um and so i knew there was a need and so um, my family and I had the pleasure of moving to South Carolina, and I decided to look for another career. I went to another startup that actually their whole focus was selling benefits administration systems, and they needed somebody like me that could really speak technology and translate it into layman terms so that HR would understand, and then I could take it from an HR perspective and translate it to our programmers. Yeah. So that intrigued me. So I got into technology there on, uh, on the benefits enrollment side of things and dealing with large companies. Largest company was 350,000 employees, you know, and, wow. and making sure that, you know, everything was buttoned up. So I, through that journey, was um, quality assurance and business analyst mm -hmm. and then went to being the first African-American senior manager at the company and then one of the first African-American directors for that company. Kudos. Um, yes. But, you know, when you work for a company, you really are have to adhere to the values that they've set. And not all the time people 
have the same values that you do. I valued people over everything. Um, I believe that people are a company's greatest asset and relationships are important. And sometimes the directions the companies go different ways and that's great, but that is really what happened. And we had to step out on faith and Candace yeah. and I actually had worked together. I had hired her to help oh, me wow. in the business development part of that to help this other company flourish. And she did such an amazing job and we had such an amazing relationship because it was her heart. It was her, her love to help others. It was her giving nature to want to literally help her community yeah. that we really bonded. And so it just so happens that we had an opportunity to work together and start our own company and build it in the image that we want it to be. Yep. And that is how Trinity Digital was founded, yeah. founded on empathy, diversity, and innovation. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So <laughs> where did you, where did the name Trinity Digital come from? Out of curiosity. So, you know, just in the beginning of when you're a startup, we had the whole startup mentality. We had the blackboards going, whiteboards going, <laughs> papers going, posted. Oh, boy. Dang it, we were trying to figure out what really represents us. We have another partner, his name is Chris Burns. He is our co-founder and CFO. And he actually used to be my boss at a previous company. Yeah. He had worked with Candace and was familiar with her, but it was the three of us, right? Mm -hmm. It was the three of us. And we, I mean, we went name after name and he actually came up with the Trinity. Candace and I are very religious and we know that Trinity represents things like the Father, the Son, and the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit for us. Mm -hmm. But it not only represented that, but it represented the three of us. The diversity that we have, two African-American women and a Caucasian male. Yeah. We are from the country. He is from New Jersey. Yeah. It is not a match that you think would work. Mm -hmm. We are diverse because he speaks, his love language is numbers, yeah. and our love language is in relationships yeah. and building those. And so it was the Trinity, the three coming together with diversity and innovation and different areas and walks of life coming together to form a, a foundation and a company that we want helpful in our communities. And we all had the desire to, we had the same desire that we can do great as a company by doing good in our communities. And so that's how Trinity yeah. Digital Solutions was literally right out, like on a whiteboard. Yeah. putting different combinations of things together. Oh my god. I love that. And there's two things that I wanted to point out about what you just talked about. The number one thing, a lot of times when people start a business, they're scared to go into partnerships with other people. Mm -hmm. They feel like, you know what, I don't want to lose whatever the original vision is. So they try to take on a whole lot of other roles and responsibilities that they just may not be familiar with or have the knowledge base. So I love that each one of you came together, but each one of you also bring an aspect that the other one doesn't mm -hmm. to come together to be able to say, you know what, this is your, your area, your ownership, take it and run with it. Absolutely. Another thing that I also wanted to point out, people never realize how important relationships are, no matter the job, mm -hmm. because you never know down the line who you might run into again, 
who you might circle back to, who might ask about you because of an opportunity or something that you're doing. And the importance of you always want to maintain a professional relationship. Even if you're going to leave a job, there's a right way to do it. And there's the wrong way to do it. (laughs) And I think this stands the test to that. And the fact that all of you at one point in time work together and, and then at, at different points in time, circle back together. And here you are now. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and this goes back to one of the things that we felt was extremely important with kind of having you on our podcast is you said so, you said so many things that are valuable. But I, I want to go back and echo when you talk about the values of a company and an organization and where you work. I want to scream that from the, from the hilltops, the mountaintops, the rooftops. That's extremely important because you will find yourself challenged or questioned um, and making a short-term decision may impact you on the long-term, but you identified something and was willing to take a risk and say, you know what, this is not quite for me. It may be for someone else, but it's not quite for me. So I'm going to do this leap of faith and jump out here and really kind of create something that has my stamp on it that I when I go to sleep at night, I can be proud and and just feel very whole about the decisions I'm making on a day-to-day and the people that you're impacting. So I just wanted to just highlight that the culture from the top down is, is important. And mm-hmm. you have an organization at, at Trinity Digital that says we value people, we value relationships, and we value doing the right thing. Absolutely. 100%. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So now, oh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> We're excited. Okay. <laughs> I know. I, I can see your face. So can, can you just kind of share with us what your thought process was when you decided to jump from having the security of a, a paycheck? And when I say paycheck, meaning someone else is cutting your paycheck versus I'm going to do this and partner with some other people and really kind of step out there and do my own thing. Walk us through your thought process and how you got to that decision and and kind of just share with us maybe some, you know, ups and downs about that. I would say that those decisions are some of the harder decisions that you would have to make. It was certainly, you know, hard for me because you go from having, you know, I should say being comfortable. Um, right. You said it. You know, you have bonuses. I, I, I got paid well. Um, however, again, you know, it, it, it doesn't compare to having your own, but there are challenges, you know, especially if you're starting a new company, you go out there, you don't know what tomorrow is going to be like. You don't know if the company is going to do great. You don't know when you're incoming, but that is what faith is for. If you know that you're going out there and you are doing things that is going to be beneficial for somebody else, that is going to help somebody else, then in your heart, you have to know that you're planting seeds you're watering them and they will begin to grow and at some point you will reap a harvest right and that was what really made that easy for me and it was about the people that I was doing it with that we all had that same desire and that if we had challenges that we were going to face them together yeah um you know it's not easy because now you have to make changes in your lifestyle you have to all the things that you were comfortable with doing that just you never thought about, you now have to think about it, right? Yeah. Because your money is changing, is different, right? When you're on your own, you now are reliant on yourself when before you you had that just mm-hmm. 
just easy money. And I wouldn't say it was easy money, but it was steady right. money. You knew where it was yeah. coming from. Right. You know, we're grinding. We're a startup, right? And in a startup, you have to be all these things that you had before in the past. You know, you needed content writers. You had them. You knew, I needed a design team. I had them. Mm-hmm. I needed VAs. I had them. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, all of that is us. <laughs> <laughs> all of that is us. But you just literally have to always bet on yourself. Bet on you. Mm-hmm. No one's going to treat you better than you can treat yourself. And if you're scared, you know, that's fear. The best antidote is to fear is faith. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that, I'm going to take that quote. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use that. But don't don't worry. I will credit you after <laughs> I see it. But I love it. The best antidote to fear is faith. Now, let's talk about Trinity a little bit. In the tech space, for those of you that aren't familiar of it, tech covers everything. So if you're talking healthcare, if you're talking games, the television you watch, HBO has developers back there somewhere, <laughs> an app, whatever it could be. So where do you fall in, in the tech space? What industry do you service and what are your products? So we service all industries, um, public and private. Um, what we do is we help businesses and industries, government entities, no matter who you are, we help you connect with the technologies that are out there. We offer um, innovative technology solutions, right? So um, things that make your life easier. Mm-hmm. That helps us because, for example, I used to work in HR, um, and there might be solutions I had no idea about. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm trying to survey my employees, but yeah. I did not know that surveys weren't secure. I did not know the surveys weren't anonymous as we say they are, right? So it's mm-hmm. things about educating businesses and industries, organizations about the technology. So we have strategic partnerships um, with blockchain technology surveys, and we offer stuff like artificial intelligence and machine learning and things that of that nature that help mm-hmm companies we also do uh, like financial wellness applications as well as you know a will of well-being for everyone it is about your complete well-being it's not just really like mental health or it's all the things combined into one about your passions and giving back is your whole complete well-being so we offer these types of solutions to businesses and industries that one can help their employees live more fulfilled lives, mm-hmm. whether it's teaching them financial wellness or their mental <laughs> well-being mm-hmm. or the company as a whole to be able to make their lives more efficient. And we also do custom solutions. So whatever a company is going through, whatever their need, our job is to really go in, listen to their pain points, listen to their need, and then offer technology solutions that can help that. And that's what we do. So it doesn't matter what it is. We have some core products, like I said, blockchain technology is one of them. Um, We do blockchain surveys. We do virtual reality things like creating virtual reality avatars to help training so that and an HR person doesn't have to be there and to be there to be all day to train multiple people. They can create their own avatar that looks like them mm-hmm. that is based in artificial intelligence and machine learning capabilities as well. Yeah. 
Oh man. I mean that yeah, that's that's the spectrum there. That's the spectrum. We cover it. <laughs> yeah, you you did. Now going back to this app that you have. So once someone decides to, you know, uh sign up for your services and everything. So is this app just available to the employees and is it user friendly and and did you have any, I guess, input into the creation of the app or did you kind of just outsource it? So is there a little bit of Alicia kind of like your touches all through the app? Can you tell us more? Again, it's about relationships, right? It's about our job is to seek innovative technologies that are out yeah. there to bring it to people. And Chris and Candace and, and myself as well, we're always looking for the next best thing. Mm -hmm. And we're looking for startups and we're looking for people who don't have, you know, a platform to sell, a sales pipeline. Mm -hmm. They don't have it, they're small. Candace is that, that's her role too, as well is to really connect these startups mm -hmm. with other businesses that can help them grow. And so when we look at that, we, we are very careful in our consideration of our, our strategic partners, because mm -hmm. again, when we bring on another strategic partner, they're like our family. Mm -hmm. We are their brand and they are our brand. Mm -hmm. So we're going to act accordingly to protect their brand as well as we want them to protect ours. So that means that we're looking for companies that have similar values. Mm -hmm. We're looking for companies that really help the people and and given what all had happened in the world with COVID and everything we knew that you know mental health was going to be completely important yeah so although we did not have we, we did not were in the middle of the development of the app we certainly mm -hmm. had influence over a lot of the things we helped mm -hmm. them grow what we do so when we when we met the CEO and the owner we sat down and had conversations and it's based on our experiences too. It's my experience with HR. It's Candace's experience with, you know, working um, for former presidents and yeah. her connections that really make us all better, you know? Yep. And so we are involved and we know what's happening and, yeah. and we, we are there. We influence it a lot, I should say, yep. um, but it's their baby, but we just have a lot of influence into yep. Um, you know, sometimes their thought processes, I should say. And we, we listen to the, the customer and we're mm -hmm. able to turn that back into mm -hmm. making them grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. I also like, because especially coming out of COVID, the things that um, I've noticed even within our own company and then other friends that work for other companies and corporations, it's a big push to try to find ways to streamline because mm -hmm. you have a lot of companies and organizations that up until that point, all of their workforce was in person. Okay. And then now it's, Hey, we're expanding now we're going global or we're, we're cutting things in half. We're giving people flexible schedules and working mm -hmm. from home. Mm -hmm. So it's all about trying to streamline. How can we still continue to create the same professional day to day, mm -hmm. but accommodate people in other time zones now because people have had to move or mm -hmm. uh, people that are remote versus people that are in the office. So I think you came into the business space to do the business that you do at the perfect time. It definitely is needed. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of organizations are just scaling, right? Everything's about how can we scale? 
So mm -hmm. no longer are the days when you're trying to, you know, manually do a survey or you're running Google Sheets or whatever the case may be. That's not to say you can't do that. But when you have a solution that helps you to be that, that much more effective and mm -hmm. gets you the data real time that you need, that's the value that you get from from having a company like Trinity Digital part of the plan. Um, Absolutely. It's about making your life more efficient. And we find that yeah. if they have the tools and their life is more efficient, then yeah. it gives them the time to do the job that you hired them to do. Right? Yep. So that's really the key. A lot of companies, and especially some departments, are lean. Right? So they cut everything down. And some people are working multiple jobs and doing multiple things. Yep. Right. So now they can be more efficient and they can cut out all of that and really devote back and start getting what is important too. work-life balance is important. Yeah. And those are all the things yeah. that I think that Trinity Digital helps, you know, not just with the, the, the solutions that we provide that help their employees have a better life, help them, you know, understand their financial well-being or their mental well-being. It's that whole complete self, right, that is really what we're after. So we're not only helping the company, but we're helping the employees. And when you help the employees first, remember, mm -hmm. we're people first. Mm -hmm. um, you help the people. The people in turn can be more productive for you in your organization, which drives up your productivity. Yeah. So if you can give us a sneak peek into your plans <laughs> for the next few months, maybe even the ensuing year, what does that look like for you? What's like one project that you're excited to kind of get involved in? You meaning the team, uh, this, you know, upcoming season. So the upcoming season for us is about planting seeds. Um, we have we have been growing uh, tremendously. Um, we have made relationships and partnerships. So our goal is really to look for more digital solutions and more partners that we can help and add to our product lines. Um, our goal is uh, to make sure that we are a strong foundation in our communities that we serve. So we will be giving back and you'll see Trinity out there in the space of doing good things in the communities. And our goal is to get our products in the hands of lots of companies, um, cities, municipalities, you will see us in, um, no matter where we're at, like whether you're in the hospital space or you're in a municipality, we want Trinity to be a part of their family. And that is really our goal. So we have some goals um, internally. Um, we have set goals and mm -hmm. we have been, when we achieve them um, together, we celebrate and I laugh because we already have a plan like, okay, when when we close this contract, we're eating here. When we close this contract, <laughs> we're eating here. And when we close this one, you know, Chris is definitely on, he gets burgers, right? So on every this one, this gets burgers. And, you know, Candace and I, on the other times, we get to decide where we, we eat, right? So definitely a celebration because in when you're in a startup, you have yeah. to know the journey. You have to remember the journey. You can be in it. You can be working heads down. But it's about the journey, and you have to remember that. Like, never forget that it is those moments, it's those times, it's those whiteboarding moments that we had. It's those first wins that you had. Like, yeah. if you just, like, are heads down, you forget to enjoy that. And that's where we're at, living in that moment and making sure that we could build a company. And for each of us, it's really about, for me, too, I'm not going to speak for the team, it's really about, you know, generational wealth and mm -hmm. 
making sure that I do something for my children's children and making mm-hmm. something that I make an impact on the community that she can look at me because I have a daughter that she can mm-hmm. look at me and say, you know, my mom helped. My mom made a difference. And to me, that's priceless. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And yeah. speaking of, especially being in the tech space, being those that are starting something grassroots from the ground up, with everything that we do work-wise, and especially in the entrepreneurship, everybody sees the level up and the glow up, but they don't see the way we got up there. Yeah. What would you say would be one pro and one con to the experience of where you are now, um, you and your team starting a, a tech company? So I'll start with the, the con first, and um, especially if you are an African-American woman in a tech space, and I'll start with that. And you will notice that there's not very many of us in a tech space. That's the one thing that you'll yeah. notice. And you'll very notice true. when you step into the room, you step into a boardroom, you step into the room, it doesn't look like you. And representation does matter. Yeah. However, in the way that they respond to you can sometimes be a little different. But hold your head up, straighten your crown, and know who you are, right? And they'll listen. You're going to have your challenges. And I would say sometimes that can be a challenge because they're just like, okay, you don't belong here. And you're like, yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I would say in a tech space, especially in the space that we're in, those are, that is the con. Yeah. In terms of being able to really start your own company and be an entrepreneur is, the relationships that you will form along the way. There will be people there that will hold your hand up when you fall. There will be people there that are willing to help you grow. And you just have to tap into those. And it's seeing going from nothing to something and building it as you grow to see it's getting it's getting bigger and bigger. And we are in vernaculars today that I never thought of when we started none of us thought we were being there right we had a vision of this is what we wanted to go but we have changed in direction and because of relationships people like hey have you thought about this we need this we never thought we'd be in some of the spaces that we're in you know and we and it's because of our faith too that we know that we are driven in a certain way and that we're going to follow it at the end of the day it's not ours we know that but I would say that is truly, I think, in the relationships that we have and built between ourselves, we're stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going through this with Candace and Chris, and they're going through this with me. And we, we, we all have our moments where we're like, I can't believe we've done this. I mean, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we've got all these bills and all this other stuff, but then it's the fruit on that other side, right? Yeah. Look at all the things that are happening, right? Like, and just enjoy the moment and understand that tough times never last, but tough people yeah. do. Yeah. You gotta just with anything, with any failure, with any setback, don't think of it as failure. Just think about it as a learning experience. And that all I need to do is just keep moving forward every day. You know, yeah. keep moving forward. Let that past be that past. Wake up the next day. You know, if you're breathing, you're good. Yeah. You made it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, another day opportunity yes. to do it yeah right that's exactly what it is i would say that is the oh it's just the fact that you you've done something 
you've taken a chance, right? Yeah. You've made something that it just hits differently when you walk into the room and you see these logos behind you yeah. and they're yours. Yeah. It hits differently that I can represent a company that I know that we now control how we treat people, what we do in our communities and how we're represented in our brand. Yeah. And it, yes. And it's wonderful that people like you all take a chance because it helps so many others. And it's like, if you had never taken that, then how many people wouldn't have been helped or been able to benefit from your service? I always say your test will one day be your testimony. And I believe that we are here for a reason. And I believe that we formed this company for a reason. And I believe that we will be able to help other entrepreneurs, other women, other people that are on the cusp of trying to figure out what I need to do or really disappointed in their self saying, I'm not where I thought I should be, right? Mm-hmm. I thought I should be at a certain place because you had it all planned out. Yeah. I'm here to say that it's okay. You know, if you start all over, like everybody looked at this as, oh my gosh, you're starting all over. And I said, I'm not starting mm-hmm. all over. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, well, I should say it this way. I maybe start on all over, but I'm not starting from scratch. Right. Everything that you have done in your past, if you look at, builds up to that yep. moment. Yep. You've learned so much along the way and take that into, you've been prepared for this, mm-hmm. you know, you've been prepared. And, you know, and I completely agree with that statement because every skill, every experience, everything that you learn, that doesn't go away. You know, you're bringing that with you on this next chapter, this new journey that you're kind of pursuing. And so you're right about that. And you've just shared so many gems with us, um, you know, today. And I'm just so glad to kind of put that out there. And I can't wait for other people to kind of listen in and hear this. But when you said tough times never last, but, you know, tough people do, that's another one. I need, we need that on, on, on our wall on top of the virtual couch, Rachel. Um, because it's true. Because like you said, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily get easy. And it's all about entrepreneurship. Um, and we heard that today. And although it's not easy, but it feels good to know that it's your name and it's your blood, sweat, and tears. And it's the folks around you that helped build it. And it's just a different feeling, like you said. It's yours. It's yours. It's our baby. It's, uh, yeah. you know, it's what we are here for. And yep. we just want to help. And we just want to make a difference. And I think, you know, when I look at you know, our life, and I feel the same way about Candace, there are some people who seek leadership. But there are people who seek to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And I think when you seek to make a difference, all the other things fall in place and all the other things will come, right? And, yeah. I, and that's really at the heart of it. It's really at the heart of why I wanted to take a leap of faith. And because I had tremendous confidence in Candace and in Chris, I can't say it. They are like yeah. my heart beat over there. Like um, I, I kid with Candace all the time and I promise I feel like sometimes we've been separated at birth. Um, because <laughs> we have the same mindset and she she can't contribute a lot right now because she's traveling and but she yeah. just wanted to be here really to support so she doesn't want to uh, you know Candace is a, is a mom and yeah. uh, all that and we want that to be okay we want we want women to know also that you can be a mom but you can also have a career. You can also be an entrepreneur. You can also be a wife. Yep. You don't have to limit yourself to one thing. Yep. You know, 
Mm-hmm. You can do it. We're women. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And your and your company definitely demonstrates that. Um, so how can people just find out more about your company? Share with us, you know, your website or any points of contact if people want to reach out to you and just want to know more. So to tell you the truth, we have been operating without a website until this time because again. We have been operating strictly on our relationships and it has kept us completely busy, but we did that for a reason because we wanted to make sure that we could scale in in, in an inappropriate way. So in, I think the end of this month, or I know we're, we're planning in a couple months to launch our website. So when our website launched, all of our social media platforms will launch at the same time. We will be launching everything at the same time. But you can always contact me at alicia at trinitydigital.tech. And actually, you'll be able to, once the website's up, find us at our website at trinitydigital.tech. So, and then I'll have all of our social media handles Mm -hmm. on there. Mm -hmm. But we have just been literally doing this through, um, actually, a lot of them are Candace's relationships, the relationships that we had built along the way together. So, Yeah. Well, this is an example of it's not we're not book smart about it in the sense of it's just technical and philosophical. You guys are actually doing the work, delivering it. It's not hypothetical. Mm-hmm. This is day in and day out, boots on the ground. And that's mm-hmm. I mean, what other way to get experience and then for folks to know you. So I hear you loud and clear. Yes. And thank you. And for those of you that couldn't write it down fast enough that is okay you can definitely click the details of the episode check out our show notes i'll have the links and um they will all be present for you to definitely get in touch and keep up with trinity digital thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the show and give us words of knowledge (laughs) wonderful Yes. It was my pleasure. Again, if I can reach somebody, if I can help somebody, if I can encourage somebody today, then I can just take off my, you know, suit and, and <laughs> I, I can just take it off, relax. And if that that's really what it's about. Right. So, you know, I'm blessed to be a blessing, I think. Wonderful. And we're wishing much success to Trinity Digital. We will keep in touch. We keep in touch with all of our past guests. Because as you guys grow and have successes, we also want to keep our audience up to speed and up to a abreast on that and celebrate the wins with you. That is definitely an amazing thing because um, we will have a place on our website, too, that you'll be able to see our press releases, our partnerships, all those things, our testimonials. You'll be able to see us, and I can't wait to have a conversation with you. So that way we can live those moments of where we were today when I talked to you and where Trinity Digital has gone. All right, cousins. So thanks for listening in. Stay tuned next week when we sit on the virtual couch with Dakota Tyler, who's going to tell us what is it like to be a black astrophysicist? What is an astrophysicist? And how do you become one?